You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 129, The Mama Drama Triangle. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, Mama. Thanks for tuning in today. Before we get into today's topic, I have a few announcements. First, I had a free open coaching call last Sunday for people to come see what my work is all about and to get free coaching on any topic. I thought it was so much fun. There were several of you live, more who watched the replay, and I got to coach two beautiful and brave mamas on issues related to their parenting. And because it was so great, I'm going to be offering more of these calls. My next one will be this coming Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. So that's January 31st at 3 p.m. Eastern. It's on Zoom, but the way the call works is that you will not be seen on camera by anyone, including me, unless you specifically raise your hand to be coached, okay? And you can be coached on anything. It doesn't need to be parenting or kid-related. To get the link for that call, though, you need to be on my email list. So if you aren't already on it, go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash subscribe, and you'll get all the details when I do special events like this. And speaking of special events, I have an amazing workshop coming up in February that's unlike anything I've ever offered before. It is a writing and coaching workshop that takes place over two Saturdays. So it's two hours on the first Saturday and two hours on the second Saturday. I'm co-hosting it with a friend of mine who is next week's guest on the podcast, so I'm not going to talk too much about it today, but you don't want to miss next week's episode because we're going to talk more about the workshop and how you can join. There are limited spots available because we want to keep it small and intimate, so stay tuned. Finally, don't forget to join me for the Facebook Live this week where we'll be discussing today's topic of the Mama Drama Triangle. So that is tomorrow, Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live. And if you're finding value in the show, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast platform of choice. Doing so helps other moms find the show, which in turn helps them have less drama in their lives. So that is the perfect segue into today's topic of the Mama Drama Triangle. I'm going to tell you what it is, how to recognize yourself in it, and then tell you how you can get and stay out of it. And listen, all of us have been, are currently, or will be in the drama triangle at some point. It doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong, I promise, but understanding the dynamics and being able to notice when you're in the drama triangle will help you get out of it and ultimately have less drama and conflict in your life. So the concept of the drama triangle was developed in the late 1960s by a psychiatrist named Dr. Stephen Karpman as a tool to understand the roles people play in conflict and drama-laden relationships. There are three roles that people play, the persecutor, the victim, and the rescuer. Dr. Karpman 
placed these three roles on an inverted triangle with persecutor and rescuer at the top corners and victim at the bottom. The first role is the persecutor, also known as the villain, and is blaming, demanding, critical, angry, authoritarian, rigid, and likes to feel superior and in control. They insist it's all your fault. They believe that other people or circumstances are the source of all their troubles. The second role is the victim. But I want to be very clear that in this model, the victim is not intended to represent an actual victim, rather someone feeling or acting like one, right? I did a whole episode on the victim mentality, which I'll link to in today's show notes. Basically, the victim believes, poor me, my life is so hard. Nobody appreciates me. Nobody cares. I have to do everything. Life's not fair. They feel totally powerless in their lives. And the third role is that of the rescuer. Many women and moms naturally gravitate towards this role because they want to be helpful and save the day. But their rescuing ends up enabling and disempowering the victim instead of actually helping them. So all three of these players get a payoff from being in their role, and they all need each other to keep the drama going. In fact, they will unconsciously seek each other out to get their psychological needs met. For example, the payoff for the persecutors is that they don't have to take responsibility as long as they blame others for their problems. They get to feel in control and powerful instead of insecure and powerless. Victims also don't have to take responsibility because they blame the persecutor for their problems and they get to be saved by the rescuer who takes pity on them and keeps them dependent. Rescuers get to be the heroes and feel needed and important. People depend on them to get things done, and as long as that's the case, they'll always have people around them and they won't be abandoned or alone. So we all tend to have a primary role that we enter the triangle with, usually a role we played in our families of origin. But the roles we play shift between all three. And according to Dr. Cartman, the drama comes from the constant switching of roles. Now, growing up, I viewed my dad as a persecutor and often felt like a victim. And my mom was the rescuer. But since I believed that I was responsible for my dad's feelings, that made me the persecutor and him the victim. When I believed that, I would feel guilty and try to rescue him and, quote, make him feel better by apologizing and behaving well. These dynamics played out in my marriage, too. My ex-husband would come home from work complaining about his boss, the persecutor. And so he was the victim. I'd jump into rescue mode by agreeing with him about how horrible his boss was and consoling him. Again, I would attempt the impossible of trying to make him happier But eventually, I would shift into victim mode myself, thinking, well, what about me? I'm here with the kids all day, and it's hard doing everything myself while he's at work. He doesn't understand. I'm the one who has it so bad. And then he would become either the persecutor or the rescuer. Sometimes one of us would be the persecutor and yell at the kids, and then the other would be the hero and rescue them. Around and around it went for years. (laughs) I knew on some level that this was going on, but I was so deep in victimhood most of the time that I couldn't see a way out. 
the roles changed so often and so fast that I often felt manipulated and like I was going a little crazy. Now, most of the time, people won't ever realize that they're stuck in the triangle. They may even think that everything is going well in their lives because their needs are being met. The persecutor feels in control and powerful. The victim gets attention and doesn't have to take responsibility. And the rescuer enjoys saving the day. Even now, sometimes my kids will take on the roles of persecutor and victim, like when one is being unkind to the other, and then I'll play the rescuer. Or I'm the persecutor because I've imposed a consequence, and they're the victims, and then they rescue each other by joining together over how mean or unfair I am. There have even been times when I play the victim role, and my kids are the persecutors or rescuers. It feels like a game of musical chairs, and I just want to yell like George Jetson, Jane, get me off this crazy thing. So before we talk about getting out of the drama triangle, I just want you to stop and ask yourself, which one of these three is your primary role? Be honest with yourself. Because like I said before, we've all been in all of these roles, and I don't think that there's one that's better or worse than another. It's important to know that someone else might view you as a persecutor. But what others think of you is their story and none of your business. What's important here is how you view yourself and the story you tell yourself, because whatever you think about, you bring about. And remember, the only person you can control is you. So other people are allowed to think what they want about you, and it doesn't affect you at all until you let it. I want to spend just a little more time on the roles of rescuer and persecutor, since I already did a whole podcast on the victim. Many moms seek out my coaching because they feel like they're a persecutor, and they don't want to be. They don't want to yell at their kids. They don't want to be so controlling, and they don't know what to do. So if you find yourself in the persecutor role, it's important to understand that your payoff is being able to feel some sense of control or power because you're feeling really powerless. So acknowledge that to yourself. It's okay. The way to change this is to stop focusing on how you want your kids to behave and start focusing on how you want to behave. That is the first step out of the persecutor role. There are also a lot of moms who are rescuers. They feel guilty when their kids experience any kind of negative emotion, so they continually come to their aid. That seems altruistic on the surface, but if you're the rescuer, the problem is that this keeps your kids dependent on you. It robs them of being able to experience the consequences of their choices, and it allows you to avoid dealing with your own issues because you're so focused on theirs. So instead of asking, how can I help my child? Ask, how can I help my child help themselves? And resist the urge to do things for them that they can do for themselves. Even though there are three different roles on the drama triangle, Dr. Cartman actually described them as being three aspects or faces of victimhood. So no matter what role you are in the triangle, you're giving your power away to someone else and vying for that victim position. You'll notice that not one of the roles takes any responsibility for themselves. So the secret to getting out of the drama triangle is to take full responsibility for your life. This is not the same as taking the blame. Taking responsibility means that you own all the choices you've made in the past that have led to the results you have today while being kind and compassionate with yourself about those choices 
and that you own every thought, feeling, action, and result you create moving forward. Everything I share in this podcast and in my coaching is about being an emotionally mature adult, taking 100% responsibility for how you feel in every situation, controlling yourself rather than trying to control others, setting personal boundaries with love, allowing mistakes, allowing emotions, and practicing compassion for yourself and others, and practicing self-care. When you get good at these skills, you not only remove yourself from the drama triangle, you almost create like a shield around you to keep the drama away. You no longer seek it out or attract it to yourself. Like I said before, we all get into these triangles, but being aware of them can help you remove yourself from them sooner and find yourself in them less frequently. So join me on Facebook Live to talk more about this topic and bring your questions. And if you know you're ready to get out of the drama triangle and you want my support, request a free consult with me at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.